0: Okay, everybody, I hope you're ready to rock and to roll. This is uh, Basura (laughs) Junkmani. I am... uh Uh, The Argentinian version of Junkie Tordman. (laughs) Here to guest host the uh, slam. All right, it's just me. It's Junkmeister. Uh, I'm ready. This is the fourth installation of Solstice Slam. I am ready to kick this baby off, and I hope you are too. It's Friday. It's your regularly scheduled show. So why don't we get into it? And this is a special show. If you've never joined us for the slam before, this is the all- a listener content show. I have nothing. I usually have a little bit to say, but I have nothing to say this time. Uh, We will have a guest on the show. And uh, before we get into all this mayhem and maniac maniacalness, whatever it is that I'm feeling right now, let's hit some intro music. What do you say? Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Riding, the motorcycle podcast that brings you two-wheel topics from around the globe. Tonight's show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, go to www.patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. Now, to our regularly scheduled show. show, show. (laughs) And it is regularly scheduled, coming to you Friday, baby. All right, well, since there are no other participants except for me introducing the show we don't have anybody on the slacker mic uh, and of course this show is brought to you by our lovely patrons and we even have submissions by a few patrons this year so with no further ado uh, let's get to our a guest he's a huge part of the motorcycling community I'm very excited to have this person on and then immediately following it's a short interview don't worry immediately following bust into the slam all right let's get on with it Uh, This is the Solstice Slam, so I have one guest and one guest only on this week's show, and it's going to be Austin from Twisted Road. Austin, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. Where are you coming to us from today?
1: Uh, Calling from Chicago, where it's pretty cold. It was... (laughs) It's thirty-eight or forty degrees out right now, man.
0: You know what? It's it's it, eighty-five here today, and I'm kind of missing that fifty and sixty-degree lows that yeah. we we're having here. So I would I wouldn't want forty or thirty, but uh, fifty, sixty. It was it was actually kind of nice. California is looking pretty
1: green right now. Yeah, I know. It cracked. It was at forty-five yesterday, and really really sunny. I took the bike out for about 45 minutes minutes before I had to go back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Icicle started forming on your eyebrows and all that great stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about your company and uh, what you guys do?
1: Sure. So our company's twisted road. And what we do is we connect motorcycle riders with bikes all over the country so that people can rent motorcycles. Uh, What makes us unique is every rental bike on our site is owned by another rider. So when you're uh, when you're renting, you're actually meeting a person and you're riding his personal bike and he's getting paid for the rental.
0: Nice. That's awesome. And that obviously diversifies the type of bike you get to choose from also.
1: Yeah, the variety we have is all over the place. We've got bikes as old as in the late 1940s to we have a bunch of bikes that are model year 2019 already. And we've had everything from Indian scouts to Gold Wings, from uh, triumph bobbers to Urals with sidecars. I mean, it's all over the place.
0: Awesome. And you guys obviously uh, if you want to, you know, go for that uh, cruise. I know I've talked to a few people from different rental companies and a lot of people from overseas want to come live that American dream. But also if you already live here and you're you know you don't necessarily want to cruise or you want to try a sport bike or something, it sounds like you you're the place to go.
1: Yeah, there's like two things that we see people Using our service for on the on the rental side that people who want to ride one is when they're traveling, you know when when somebody lives in Connecticut and they and they go travel to California with their family for a few days they'll pick up a bike from us for a day or two it's not their primary form of transportation but they use it to just blow off steam and see the area on two wheels yeah the other primary renter is um, is typically someone who's looking for another bike and uh, they rent they'll rent two or three different bikes from us and they'll try things out before they buy it. It's hard to get a. It's hard to get a, a good test ride in these days. A lot of private sellers won't even let you on their bike. So this is this is great.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, it's one thing if you show up and you're coming to somebody's house from Craigslist and you, you know, want to take their bike for a ride with no cash in hand, right? And it's another right. thing if you're filling out documents. They know where to find you. You know where right. to find them. And uh, yeah, you're you're coming legitimately uh, wanting to rent a bike. Um, we've
1: got we've got so many checks and balances. we we check your, your license with the DMV to make sure it's non suspended, legitimate, and uh and has an M license and, and a motorcycle endorsement. We check your we get a copy of your insurance card. We get all of your riding history to make sure that the owner's comfortable with having you on his bike. And then we do a credit card hold. So there's a lot of verification we do behind the scenes.
0: Right, that's great. Can the can the owner also say, hey, can you, you know, just take a lap around my street, and make sure everything, you know, checks out? I know a lot of times if you have an M and maybe this is your first uh, bike, you know, it sounds like your history vets
1: some of that. But uh- yeah, and and on our site, the way our site works currently, and this is changing soon, is everyone on our site who rents has to have um, their own. Insured motorcycle before they can rent. Oh, okay. Us. I get you. I get you. Um, and uh, but soon we're going to be selling supplemental insurance for riders who don't have that, and for and for um, international travelers, it makes it easier.
0: Right. Great. Because yeah, you know that would be uh, a huge barrier for someone trying to find what first bike they want if they don't already own one. And. <laughs> That's exactly right.
1: Right. That's exactly right.
0: Right. So what type of, uh, you know, if I want to come rent a motorcycle, I mean, I just need to basically own my own, bring my gear, obviously, and uh, have an endorsement on my license and I'm good to go. Just sign up. What type of stuff do you guys, you know, have people fill out on the form when they first sign up to rent?
1: Yeah, when they first sign up. So you're you're right. Those are the, that's what you need. So you would basically put in. A little bit in your rider's profile about who you are, just your riding experience. You so, say, well, you know, I've been riding for 10 years. I, I've been on this many solo rides. Like, just about you. It's your rider's resume. Uh, then we take your specific riding experience. So I've ridden this bike for this many years and this bike for this many years. You find the bike you want. You put it in the dates in the calendar, and you hit book it, and, and you're done. And you're done. It's really easy. The owner gets that, looks at your experience, if there are any ratings or reviews on you, he reviews those, and then accepts or declines it. If he's not comfortable, he declines it. The owner has complete control in that situation. Great.
0: Yeah, I believe my co-host has his... or he had his Ducati and maybe his uh, Harley Davidson up on uh, twisted road. And he's got, yeah. yeah, he's got some good feedback. And he said, you know, when people decline or when people have a change of plans, it's real easy for them to say, listen, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not going to be able to make it. And he said it was easy for him to decline people if he felt like they were, um, you know, flaking out or being kind of weird, you know? So that, right. it's, it's a very good sounding user and um, renter, interface there for people to kind of make informed decisions and still say no at the last minute, I guess, if, if they need to.
1: Right. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot that you just said to unpack there. So first we have a, we have a cancel at any time policy for either party. So if the rider gets there and he's in flip flops, no gear and he's drinking, <laughs> right. you know, the, the owner can cancel or if, if flip side is the rider gets there. He looks at the tires. Maybe they're a little bit warm. Maybe there's a light that's busted. He doesn't feel safe. The bike's not comfortable. He can cancel yeah, we have we have cancellations or delays every now and then or postponements if there's weather. Um, we give a full refund. So if you, if you see a bike that you don't like and it doesn't fit you well, we'll try to find you a backup. But if it doesn't work, we'll, we'll give you we'll feel full refund.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Because then, you know, either way, I mean, flip-flops in a tank top, I guess, in Florida, uh, almost everybody's showing up like that. But, you yeah. know, <laughs> right. But yeah. a lot of other places, you know, you've, you you want them to be safe because you want to know that, hey, if you're not dressed safely, I don't think you're going to treat my bike safely, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's great. Do you and I, also rent scooters, too? I mean, is it no,
1: a whole wide no, variety? No, there's, there's a few things we don't do. We don't do scooters, we don't do dirt bikes, and we don't do trikes. Mm-hmm. We, it has to be two wheels with the exception of a motorcycle with a sidecar. It has to be able to go on the highway.
0: Right. Very great. That's good. Good to know. Uh, Don't try to rent your, uh, you know, 125 dirt bike out on this.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. And we're just, we're just careful about safety. You know, there's, there's two things we try to do. One is we want to keep everybody safe. That's why we can cancel at any time. And the other thing we try to do is um, be fair. So like, you know, it, there's a lot of companies as they get larger, they think about the bottom line more than being fair to the community. So yeah. Every decision we make is how to be fair to both, both the riders and the, and the owners.
0: Right. That's great. How, I mean, was it hard to come up with this concept? Was it, uh, you know, it sounds like you've got a lot of business acumen and it sounds like you've dealt before. I mean, what is your, what is your business background
1: Right, so I've I've been in corporate America for about twenty years. In the last ten years, I've run four different companies. I, I ran. I was the president of uh, of Brunswick Billiards. I was the president of um, a furniture company and a boat company, and so I ran these companies with between twenty and and five hundred million dollars in annual sales, and I had as few as forty and as many as a thousand employees at, at any one time. Um, mm. But I was miserable. You know, I was getting really good experience. But I wasn't happy working in corporate America. Right. Uh, fast forward, somewhere in the middle of that, I was learned learned to ride a bike. I've only been riding about three and a half years, but I got the bug quickly. And was out with my family. We were out in the national parks in Utah, and all I kept saying was the same six words, which is, "I wish I had my bike." <laughs> yeah, and you know, and then I would look, I couldn't find a rental, or there were only Harleys. Nothing against Harleys, just didn't want one. Yeah. So at one point, I just said, "Man, I." And this happened over and over. It happened in Italy. It happened in North Carolina. I said to my wife, "I'm sure there are a bunch of bikes sitting in garages here. I just need to rent one." And sure enough, I went to Craigslist, and, and and there were 952 bikes in the Greensboro, North Carolina area for sale by owner on Craigslist. So I thought, man, there's a thousand bikes here, and I can't even rent one for the day. And then it just went off. I didn't. I've, I didn't connect anything like airbnb or anything i just said i can do this
0: yeah that's crazy and then obviously having that corporate background you kind of already knew where you needed to go what you needed to you know what goals you needed to set and it sounds like you have you know you're adding things as you're going along but it already sounds like you had a great like base idea like a baseline of where where you needed to be what you needed to do to get this thing off the ground uh how long have you guys been around how long has the uh company been around
1: I started the. I came up with the idea in, in January of 2017 and October 16th of 2017. So nine and a half months later, we launched. No kidding. So we've been live for about 15 uh, months now. Uh, when we went live, when we flipped the switch, I was so proud. We had 79 motorcycles on our site <laughs> when we went nice. live. Perfect. And uh, <clears throat> right now we have uh, close to 1,200. Wow. We're in just about every state. We don't have anything in North in North Dakota yet. Um, hopefully one of your listeners will put a bike up there. We just, you know, we don't have anything in North Dakota, but wherever, everywhere else we're in Hawaii and Alaska and all over the coasts and whatever other state.
0: Right. That's great. I mean, you figure with Daytona bike week just happened. And we have a bunch of shows, you know, in in February, the Portland show, It was a little bit cold in in Oregon, but the, the one show then flat out Friday, uh, and mama tried now this week and in, you know, tomorrow in, uh, LA, we're having the outliers guild show. So you you figure there's a bunch of motorcycle shows happening and then born free and all this stuff that is going to be going off. I imagine that. Like if I were to go to Daytona, I wouldn't want to ride my bike all the way there. I'd prefer to fly out, ride a bike around for a couple of days, and then fly back. You know what I'm saying? L- less wear and tear on your bike. And if I wanted to ride a Harley down at Daytona Bike Week or something like that, I don't have to own one. You know, you don't
1: have to own one. So there's there's a lot in there. I mean, first of all, um, all of the shows. I mean, the the one show in Portland, we we had a booth up there uh, in February. It was our second year doing the show. It's a great show for us. Uh, we were at Mama Tried last year, and then um, and and we'll be at the OG this weekend. Wow. But what we're finding is people go, people do exactly what you're saying. They fly to Bike Week, and we had a ton of bikes out during Bike Week in Daytona. Just people who want to be on a bike for Bike Week. Yeah.
0: What if, so, I, wanted to, um, what if I wanted to rent a uh, you know an Indian or a Harley and be in the hooligan class? Do you guys rent like built
1: bikes? <laughs> uh, like like um like custom builder builder bikes. Sure, that too. Yeah. We, we've got we've got a um, there's a there's an, a builder, his name is Tony Prest. He he runs a company called Analog Motorcycles. His bikes have been featured all over. Right, the world. yeah, I've seen their stuff. I love their stuff. Yeah, beautiful. And he's got one of his bikes on our site. It's a it's a kick ass Royal Enfield. So if you were to type in Waukegan, Illinois, you'll see his uh, his Royal Enfield on our site. Nice. Um, so there's a lot of variety because builders they, they're putting and, and we're we're in the process of getting a bunch of bikes also from somebody in Connecticut who's also a who does a lot of um, restoration work?
0: Crazy! That's uh, a vintage bike. I mean, now it's not just uh, your standard showroom thing. You can actually go out on a
1: pretty cool custom, uh, right? Custom ride. Yeah, because you look at it and you think, man, you know, um, I love that bike, but I can never buy it. Either my my spouse won't let me, or it's too unique to be uh, a good bike <laughs> for everyday riding. Right. You know, but you, we all think the same thing. We say, man, I wish I could ride that you know, and you can now, I mean, now you can do it. That is crazy. That's awesome, actually. And I mean,
0: there's builders that build their own stuff and then ride it. And then they're probably sad that they're the only ones experiencing it. You know, that's, that's an awesome way to get it out. And uh, like you said, you know, I'm surprised that how quickly, You got bit by the bug and, and I mean, you've got such a, a presence. I mean, I've heard you on a thousand other podcasts and I've seen your uh, stuff all over the internet. I'm, it's surprising to me that you've only been writing for, you know, three and a half, four years and that you've only been live for, you know, say 16, 16 months. I think you said, Yeah. You, you are out there. I mean, you are out there taking care of business, my friend. I mean, this is, it's crazy how much I see your stuff around and how many people I know that actually
1: use twisted road. Yeah. Well, I I like hearing that we are working. We are working like crazy. I've got, I just hired a few people on my team now. Um, so I've got two full-time people on the staff and I've got a third guy who's part-time and you know, we're, we're just making it happen. Um, but we, you're right. We are hustling really hard. Yeah. (laughs) You, I can tell,
0: and the fact that you're bringing on more stuff like supplemental insurance, I wouldn't have thought of someone coming over from Europe. How how does that translate for them? And maybe somebody that doesn't uh, ride yet, and they want to ride, and you're like, well, listen, you know, you need your own bike. I it, it's uh, it's interesting to to have the forethought to think of all this stuff because a lot of times just launching a company for me i'm sure i would have been gray haired and halfway dead by now (laughs) but it sounds like you had a really good uh you know a really good corporate training there to to get on it was it scary to leave the corporate world to start this venture or, or did you know did you have a feeling that it would catch on since you were looking you had to figure i'm not the only one looking for bikes right
1: well, I, the first thing I did was I did a bunch of research. I interviewed uh, – I did a survey of 750 riders to figure out whether or not they'd want to put their bike on a site like this and if, and if they'd want to rent someone else's. Mm-hmm. And the data was really compelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that was done, I said, well, I don't know who's answering these surveys, if they're real riders or not, or that's just some random people trying to make a few bucks off of random right. answers. So I picked up the phone and I called uh, 50 people who have their bikes for sale on Craigslist. And asked them the same questions and we got about the same types of results, uh, and feedback. Hmm. So it was consistent. So once I had the data, I was like, you know, I, I can, I'm pretty convinced I can do this. Now, like I said, I've run companies with between 20 and 500 million in annual sales. I've never run something with zero. So those first 10 months were really scary or nine and a half months. It was scary. Um, But fortunately, the minute we went live, we had uh, within forty-eight hours we had our first two rentals. Oh, that's so cool! I mean, yeah, you know, it's
0: like a real estate agent where it's, you know, until you make that first sale, you're just walking around knocking on doors and hoping to sell a house, right? So I can imagine how scary that is. Where the sounds like the companies you were running before were in motion and had everything going. So that that's scary. But the fact that you got the first couple of rentals within that short of time period. I mean, you had to know that you've hit a home run with that one, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and at the beginning it was like, you know, we got, we got, like I said, two rentals that first week. I think the second week we might've had one rental the third week, maybe we had three. And oh, we we're talking man. about, we're talking about like between $250, a hundred dollars a rental. You know, the next one comes in at 300. I mean, the numbers are small. I mean, those numbers are really small, mm-hmm. but, um, it, it was both very exciting and extremely scary because I didn't know, I didn't know if we had a good month. I, I didn't know if that was going to be my last good month ever. <laughs> right? You know, I didn't know if I tapped out the entire market or not, right. you know, who knows? <laughs> right. So we just head down, head down and just kept working hard.
0: Right. And I, uh, can we talk uh, numbers here? Um, how, like if I want to put my bike on there, how much does it cost me? How much am I getting of that? Is that something I can ask?
1: Yes, of course. So it's free to list. You put your bike up. It doesn't cost anything. If you put your motorcycle up and it gets rented immediately, great. If it never does, that's okay. There's no risk for listing for you at all. Uh, and of the, of the rental price, you get 70% as the owner. Oh, we that's take a so 30, cool. 30% commission. Right. Any damage that happens during the ride, we document pre and post ride with photos that can attach to the rental record. And we, t- we compensate the owner for any damages
0: cool yeah that's i mean you never that's worst case scenario but you know it's not an impossibility so that's good to know right
1: it's worst case scenario but stuff happens uh every now and then um our our rates of claims are consistent with the claims rate for the whole u.s right yeah. so you know it's 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 no, fine
0: yeah good i mean and that's a lot of time, I mean, I deal with just trying to get show merchandise and stuff where people are like, well, we're making everything for you. So how about, you know, you pay 90% and, and you get to keep 10%. So the you're, you have the opposite ratio of the, you know, the 70-30 is, is much, much <laughs> more desirable.
1: You know, look, people will sometimes say, hey, how many, you know, how many Heritage softtails do you get rent, rented out? How do those do? I'm thinking about putting my bike up. I'm in New Hampshire. I'm like, dude, just put it up. Yeah. You know, you, if a rental comes in and you don't feel comfortable or you're out of town and the bike's in the shop, you just decline it, yeah. just get the bike on the site. And then what happens is, you know, we have some, some people who don't get a rental. We have other people who, you know, their bike sits there for a week or two and boom, they get, a, they get a rental for a week long. And a yeah. person just came out of it and made, you know, 500 bucks That's so cool. and it made an insurance payment, Yeah. you know, while their bike would have been in the garage. Yeah. See, that's the, that's the thing
0: to me that seems so amazing is that you have something just sitting there. Even if you had your bike on Craigslist and you want to get rid of it and you're, you have no intention of riding anymore. Well, now it doesn't cost you anything to list it and you can keep quote selling it, you know, selling it for short term over and over and over again. You might as well just hang on to it at this point, you know?
1: Right. Or you or pop it on the site and see if it gets attention. If it doesn't get much attention and you get a sale out of it, you sell the bike, you take it off the site and it's easy. Um, But we have some people, like we have some bikes, there was a Triumph Bobber, a 2017 Triumph Bobber. Have you seen those? They're beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah. They have taken uh, a Triumph, which are already pretty cool in my eyes, and they've gone the next step with it and kind of like tried to follow some of the stuff that the custom guys are doing.
1: Exactly. So we have one of those put on a 2017, had a 1,000 miles on it. It was put on our site on Friday. And we were excited we we reviewed it, we approved it and Saturday it got rented. Uh, the rental first rental came in <laughs> in twenty four hours right that that bike just just so you know this is a kind of a cool story. there's a guy his name is Carson. he has a he has a, a BMW adventure bike in California and that thing gets rented all the time. spent a lot of money off of it. He's also traveled and rented a bike with us and then when his parents came into Southern California, they each got a motorcycle so, he has rent, he he was able to earn some credits through our referral program. The three of them went riding up the PCH. Oh, dude, that was so, just so rad! So we have a we have a referral program where you can earn money if your friends rent rent with us or put a bike on our site. Yeah. So Carson just went ahead and rented this uh, Triumph Bobber, and it was free and I'm so excited. Like he, he basically didn't have to pay anything for it because of all the rental credits he earned.
0: Right. That's another bonus in there too. All perks flying out all over the place. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, what does your bike have to, like what criteria do the bikes have to meet for you to list them on there? You gave us a couple. It has to be, you know, freeway legal, obviously no, yeah. no trikes and no yeah. quads or anything. Is there, uh, if it's mechanically sound, can it be any, it sounds
1: safe and we don't do, we don't, we, it has to be a clean, uh, a clean title. Mm-hmm. So no, no salvage titles, no crummy, no rotten titles, tires. Yeah. Right. Right. It has to be safe and registered and have a, have a license plate. Right. But, and so, it. so any
0: year, any, uh, any make model, huh? We've got a
1: 1947 Indian chief on this site. Oh my gosh. So that's like, you know, perfect bike for like a parade or something. Yeah, you know? for sure.
0: So as long as you've got, you know, keep your stuff, uh, even if it's old, that doesn't mean it's out of the picture. And a lot of times, I think a lot of the younger guys kind of want to go back and ride some of these older bikes just to see what what they're not missing out on, maybe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we have some people who have made a lot of money. Like some of the top earners have made a few thousand dollars through our site in our first year. Yeah,
0: I, you know, this is, I I have a feeling there's been a lot of talk in the automotive industry and especially with autonomous cars and everything about the shared economy and the shared yeah. ride economy and I mean that that's a little bit different whereas one car maybe can be used with for five families in the neighborhood but this still you said that there's you know sometimes people sitting there with the bike in the garage and there's so many car my car sits in my driveway ninety eight percent of the
1: time, right? Yeah, ninety nine it's ninety nine percent. I think it's ninety nine point ninety five it's ninety five point two percent of the time, I think is the number. Right. Your car is idle. Ninety five point two. Your bike is used about one twelfth of that. The average person puts twelve thousand <laughs> miles on their car in a year and they only put a thousand on their bike. Right. So the bikes are just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're just sitting. And
0: now they're you know you're looking at dollar signs just sitting there that could be right. making you a little even if it's just a, like you said pay your insurance for it for the year there cover something you know so that's a incredible model incredible business model and you've got you're one of just a i think less than a handful of companies at this point that's that's uh you know had the forethought to kind of go into this i don't know if there was hurdles everybody had to jump i mean it sounds like you had to do a lot of research and you're a lot
1: a lot of hurdles yeah. on the insurance side and the legal side. Right. Um, on, on making sure that we were set up to be able to validate seamlessly everyone's motorcycle license online, a lot of hurdles.
0: Mm-hmm. And then making a website design that yep. kind of integrates all that into it too right i mean
1: exactly yeah. exactly it's not, and, and we, not
0: and we're, something you go do on the weekend let's say
1: <laughs> no no took, no. and we're proud you know the, the only way i can look at feedback there's two ways one is if there's repeat business which there has been a, a ton of repeats mm-hmm. and the second thing we, we look at are the ratings and reviews and after a ride's done the rider can rate the owner the owner can rate the rider and the rider gets to rate the bike Uh, 97% of our ratings are five star 90, 97%. That's so good. That's great. Right. And the ratings aren't, they're not like an eBay rating where it's like, you know, a plus 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 buyer. It's like, it's like Jordan was great with his, um, 2018 Indian scout. First, he showed me all the electronics, the bike, the bike ran really well. He gave me a map of some roads to ride. Um, tip top shape, I love the bike, would rent again. I
0: mean these these they're so rich with content. Right. It's like a personal experience where we're buying, let's say through uh, you know, a company that rhymes with like Blamaglon, you know, you get yeah. you get the reviews that says, like, yeah, would buy again, would recommend, or right. you know, works perfectly, whatever it is. And you could tell a robot probably did half of them, right? I mean yeah, these, are, right. these are like rich personal experiences. And speaking to that, have you had anybody Come back to you, or you know, talk to you afterward, and have some sort of like life-changing experience. Or I haven't ridden in twenty years, and this just reinvigorated my passion for motorcycling.
1: We get so much of that. It's funny you should say it. We get so much of that. We get people emailing us the, all the time. Um, there, there's the community is really strong, and I always say we're building a community. This is not about you know a transaction or one rental. It's about the community we're building. Yeah. So what we have is we had a rental last year where a guy came from Iceland. He wanted a BMW 1200 GS that was in Washington DC. He wanted to ride it to California one way. The owner said yes, and so 5 weeks later the bike was in, you know, the bike was in California. The guy rode across the country. And when we were talking about it, coordinating how to get the bike back, the owner said, "Hey, I'll just fly across. I'll meet him and I'm going to ride home." Oh man. So it's really cool.
0: Really cool. Yeah, vacation for both really. <laughs> vacation for both. <laughs> That's, That's exactly so cool. right. That's rad. And you know, with like you said the OG Moto show coming up this weekend and stuff, do you do you think you're going to ha- be having a bunch of uh rentals? Now the weather actually in SoCal too, we, we're out of this dreaded rain. I mean, we needed yeah, it. We, we needed sh- it,
1: but Yeah, we start to pick up around now. Yeah. Um We had a really, really strong January and February is great too. March is looking like uh, you know we're on fire in March. So um, the the rentals are coming in. There's a a Ducati Scrambler we have in LA. It gets rented all the time. Actually, we have a bunch of them in LA. The Ducati Scramblers get rented all the time. I think a couple of them are actually being rented for the show. Mm -hmm. So it's for the OG show. So it's cool.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, one thing I was talking to our co-hosts about is it'd be a great way for us to review bikes that aren't a press release you know that aren't a press uh fleet bike and, that, right. and and also offer some business and encouragement to some of the people that are renting around here is hey let's go rent somebody's bike for the day they can come with us and show us around you know what i'm saying like it's a great uh even if you're not you know if even if i'm not interested in buying another bike uh it's a great way to experience somebody else's passion and somebody else's uh you know their the love that they, you know, you're, you're calling it your, your other kid or your, your other girlfriend or whatever it is, you know, they're, they put, you put a lot of people put a lot of love into their motorcycles, you know? <laughs> and so right. you get to experience someone else's love, so to speak. And, uh, like you're saying these personal interactions that happen seems like it's the the topping on the cake where not only are you getting a cool bike to ride but now the person can tell you about it the person can maybe even guide you around uh, the area like hey you got to go try this hill
1: on this thing you know yeah and we we get people sometimes the owners take the bikes to the riders to help them out we Mm -hmm. get that happen we get riders who are so happy with the bike, they bring it back. They some bike, some riders have lube the chain for the owner. Some have brought a bottle of booze back. I mean, it's just, it's really cool. Yeah,
0: man, it's everything that's so great about, uh, you know, the community in, in general you know, or even borrowing your friend's bike, but now you can do it across the country and you don't have to know the person for 20 years before you have this rich interaction, which is super exactly right it brings the community that much closer together. That's exactly right. So that's so, so cool. And if people want to, uh, you know, if people want to go to the site, it's twistedroad.com.
1: That's it. Twistedroad.com. Also check out our Instagram. When you have a moment, it's, it's just at twisted road. We're also on Facebook. Instagram is cool because Every every picture that we're posting in our stories are all sent in by our community, so yeah. they're all community pictures of people riding on our bikes, yeah, uh, having fun. I just um,
0: I was just on there this morning. I saw Pasadena and I thought, wow, you're in town. And then I saw a couple hours later Texas, and I thought, wow, you travel yeah. fast. But
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> that Pasadena bike is the, that's the bobber, right? That's the Triumph bobber that just uh uh-huh, huh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those those locations are where the bikes are.
0: Yeah. So I was like, wow, you know, this is, it's, it is cool. It's a great Instagram too, because you get to see the variety of stuff on there. I mean, you, there is some, some pretty amazing stuff, uh, for you, besides the 1943 Indian, that sounds like it might be the oldest. What's the craziest bike you have on there? Is there one, is somebody got like, you know a crazy show bike on there or or like a you know lowered busa with all the underground lighting and all that stuff or you know does somebody have like a crazy thirty thousand dollar bike they're willing to let people cruise out on
1: Uh, i can't I, i i don't i don't nothing strikes me as being that nothing strikes me as being that extreme we have some pretty cool choppers that have been listed right um yeah, there's one in L.A. I think.
0: Uh, of course, <laughs> yeah. It's it's got yeah. the chop scene out here right now. There's there's a lot of choppers. Yeah, uh, yeah. So if you if you want to check it out, go to TwistedRoad.com com, and or check out their Instagram. And if you're going to be in the LA area, Austin's going to be at the OG Moto Show, which is going to be a tour. Just two basically. days away. Yeah, just you know, couple. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be tomorrow. But uh, go check them out it's down at the container yard in LA, and you'll probably be hanging out with the with a bunch of the builders and, and bike guys that put it on. Um, cool. Austin, we're we're coming up on time. But I have some crazy questions you got time to answer. Sure, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Well, these are really uh, super, super meaningful and intellectual. Let me start off. Uh, <laughs> give it, give it, yeah. bring it. So uh, what's your favorite grip, your left or your right?
1: Um, my left. Yeah.
0: You've only had three and a half years. It may change in the next three and a half. We'll see. We'll have to come back yeah. and, and see. Uh, what is your favorite dog
1: breed? Boston Terrier. Oh, why? I've okay. had, That's uh, interesting. I've had two we've got one now and we had one my first and only dog prior was boston. Mm. a boston they're great dogs. yeah
0: when I was a kid we had one that could jump about eight feet high even though it's only like well, you know 12, 12 inches tall yeah. uh what's your favorite song and this could be your favorite song uh when you're enjoying a, a road on your bike or just when you're driving in the car or flying across country to come out here to see some crazy bikes
1: you know I don't know if I've got one song but I've been listening on that when I when I've been riding I've been listening to um a disco Inferno mix that's on Google play <laughs> right. and it's, it's so, it's so funky. It's really cool. I've been riding, I've been listening to that when I'm riding.
0: Nice. Um, that's good. Yeah. It's always good to have a good song in, in, in the helmet on the plane, wherever you, uh, yeah, wherever you always. need to find some space for yourself. Um, couple, a yeah. couple more. What's your favorite type of sandwich?
1: I'm going to say BLT. It was Turkey club for years and years and years. And recently I made the switch to BLT. Yeah
0: bacon beats turkey every time Uh, every time every time what's your favorite month
1: oh that's a really good one favorite month
0: i was gonna say probably the month that you get the most business but uh that could could be any
1: month (laughs) yeah yeah it's a hard one so i i love the holidays and being around family i also love the summer because i get the most riding our riding season's really short here and and uh in Chicago, I've been really fortunate. The last two years, I've taken a solo ride each year. The first one, I put three thousand miles on the bike, and the second one, uh, I, I flooded This was cool. I, I had to be in Vegas for in last October for a trade show, so I flew to Denver. I rented a motorcycle for myself, and I rode to Vegas from there and rode back. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That was really cool.
0: Denver would be fun. Uh, the No Coat Moto podcast is actually up in uh, Denver area. And so they rode down to aim as, as well. So yeah, that was, that would be a fun, that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a fun, fun ride. I think. Um, Yeah. And obviously, so, I don't know,
1: the summer, so I can get long rides there. Yeah, Somewhere for sure, in the for
0: sure. You know, here in LA, the time it takes you to ride 3,000 miles around your area, in LA here, we go about, you know, 20 miles <laughs> in the right. time that it takes you to drive 3,000. Right, <laughs> Traffic's right. so horrible. Um, yeah, I know. And then the last one, what name would you have chosen for yourself if your parents hadn't chosen Austin.
1: I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. Fuck. That's the hardest one. I don't know
0: what to say. Jesus. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. So many people are, don't have any, I I have a whole list, so it's easy for me, but so many people are are so uh, happy with their, their own name. Austin's a good name. Austin kind of has that like outlaw Texas feel to it. And uh, Yeah. yeah, it's a good motorcycle name. Thanks. But oh man, well thank you for hanging out on the show with us. And sure, my uh, pleasure. Anytime you want to come back on, you're always welcome. If something, you know, if you have anything new that develops or you add on, or you know, you got the, the an app up or running or anything like that, call I'll us let back. You know. Let me know, and we'll have you back on. And in the meantime,
1: ho- hopefully, I see you at the OG. Yeah, I'll see you there. There's one last thing I want to say. We didn't touch on this, which I just remembered. Is we we started a partnership recently with Cycle Gear. Oh, and so there's five cycle year locations: one in San Diego, three in LA, one in SF, and if and they they act as remote pickup drop off locations for our company. Perfect. So if you're if you if you put a bike on the site and and you, and you you can't be there for the rider when he comes, you bring it to Cycle Year the night before, and they handle the exchange. Oh plate.
0: man, that is so cool to have a partnership with a well known company like that. That's another another great idea man i I, I got my my tally down here you have 11 great ideas (laughs) oh man uh, that's awesome yeah that's so cool well well, i had a blast yakking and uh i'll see you at the see you at the og i hope so see the og yeah man and until until then uh don't freeze don't freeze up there (laughs) i will i will all right all right man be safe Uh, all right thanks austin All right. Thank you, Austin, so much. Austin from Twisted Road. Check him out at the OG Moto Show this weekend, tomorrow, in uh, L.A. And uh, coming to you from the construction-ridden sounds of downtown, here is
2: the Solstice Slab. First up is a submission from Chris Stingstein. I tried... Three times to record this to send it, but the voice recorder I downloaded went corrupt and it shuts off my phone after 30 seconds, so there's that. Anywho, I wanted to talk a bit about riding and racing motorcycles in Wisconsin and dealing off season. I just got my bike out of storage at the shop a few days ago. It was only 37 degrees out, but the weather is turning for the better. Having not been on a bike in about four months, this Rod is going to bring my bike home made me realize how it weights is always worth it as much as i'd love to ride year round and i may when i retire i love the feeling the first spring ride brings each year and it may be cool out yet the smell of spring is in the air the best thing about having an off season i feel like every spring i get to go <clears throat> to experience motorcycling for the first time every year imagine that way you felt the first time you sit out on the streets get that every 365 days to me the anticipation of of snow melting roads drying and getting the bike ready for what i know is the best season of riding i've had yet it is worth the wait i say that because every year i get to ride it is the best one yet Never stop enjoying it, and I never run out of things of seeing people to do and meet at the gas station as well out on warm weekend tours. It may be the off season that makes a slam see what I did over there so much into our summers here. I don't know if I could ever love the winter, but the love our summer creates is immeasurable, and if it went and if it wasn't for. Downtime for winter. I broke from racing and never get to do the winter rebuilds that help us. Handy and creative. Did it again. So we may not have 365 riding, make it up for sheer passion for the time we get to get. And the positive vibe you feel from all bikers in this area shows is a common love and good for the soul. Thank you to the crew at Creative Riding for continuing to put out an awesome show every week. It helps us get through that downtime and builds up excitement in the riding general. You provide us with ideas and reasons to ride. Keep up the great work. We love and need you. Junkie Wigs and the conscious J. Be safe. Ride long. Alright, alright. Beat it. Get out of here. Just take
0: the money that you're owed and get out of here. That was a terrible read. That's the last time I hire a drunk person to read anything on the show. Alright, well that was from Chris Singsime. I think what he was getting at is that... uh if it weren't for the winter time and their time down, he wouldn't have this glorious, glorious makeup time with his bike. And if you're checking out anything on Nitrous Chris or anything from the WYR Top 10, you'll know Nitrous Chris is going to be going by Turbo Chris this year. Thank you for another wonderful slam submission, uh, Mr. Singsheim. We'll, maybe we'll put the text for that in the notes so the readers can read it for themselves. Because uh, that jockey that I picked up over at Santa Anita when I was going to check out the, uh, the derby, <laughs> you know, we were going over there to sc- scope out the uh, the show for the Californian, and I just saw this little jockey wandering around. look like he needed a drink. The last time I get somebody like that to read on the show. All right, this next submission comes to us from another listener. Let's uh, let's hear it loud and loud and
3: clear, fellas Hey, Mister Producer, welcome back. A uh, couple of things I thought I'd update you on that I'm very excited about. The first one is I've finally got my V Max back on the road. I have been sitting collecting dust for several years and uh, brought it to TechWorks in um, in Fontana and they pulled the carbs, cleaned them out real well and then did everything else needed to get it back on the road, Flushed the coolant system and uh, hydraulic lines, things like that and rode it around town for the first time in probably about three years and felt really good, got some new tires on it that was a lot of fun so I'm waiting for the Warmer weather now For that one Drive it a little bit more And The other Update is I'm back working locally now So Not traveling Like I Like I was The last couple of years I was in Europe for about a year And then I was Just finished my project in India But now I'm Back working in Irvine So I've got my Commute up the 15 And the 91 And the toll roads every day And Coming home Friday is probably the heaviest traffic I've ever been through. It was just congested all the way from the toll roads. The, uh, the 91, there was a couple spots on the, on the carpool lanes that were open up, or the toll lanes, um, just a couple of miles, and then it backed up again. The 15 all the way from the 91 down to Lake Elsinore was, was just a mess. But better to do it on a bike than in the car. It's a lot more fun that way. Um, so those are the, the two big updates. Um, looking forward to Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge coming up. That'll be fun. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get the VFRs back on the road and put some miles on those. And looking forward to the challenge. I think we'll be able to wipe the rest of the teams this year. Well, shouldn't be a problem. So... It's always fun listening to the show, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon. Oh, yeah, and I got the uh, registration renewal for, for the VFR, so we're going to have to meet up at some point so I can get the new sticker to you. Talk to you later. Yeah, baby, I can't wait for that one.
0: And me either. All right, that was legendary field producer Bri Viffer coming to us. From Southern California, uh, not out in the field, apparently. So yeah, I am super excited about this. He's had this V Max forever. If you don't know, uh, Brian Viffer, if he go back to the other Solstice Slams, There's one where he read us off. I think it was a second Solstice Slam, maybe it was his first one. He read us off the uh, incredible amount of miles he's put on the like four or five VFRs that he's had uh, over the few year last few years, or so or over the decade. Sorry. Sorry, Paul, I put it out there. You've had them for like over 10 years. So Uh, anyway, let's get on to our next submission. And uh, I'm just as excited about this one, but I do need someone to read it. And you heard Krampus there. I think we're going to get Krampus it. Krampus. How, how are you on uh, Canadian accents?
2: Death and destruction. eh?
0: All right. Well, we'll just roll, roll with it. We'll see. We'll see how you do. All right. This next submission comes to us from the great white North Pole, almost North Pole.
2: Riding off down a dimly lit street, eh? Excited for all the people I'll meet, eh? Merging into traffic's flow, often fast and sometimes slow. Nothing beats my time in the seat, eh? Listen, I got a limerick for you. It's about meeting people on Christmas.
0: Wait a minute, before you do that, I got a better... uh, Let me just freestyle one. Uh, Riding in weather that's 40 below, there must be tons of ice and there must be tons of snow. I hope I don't slip and break my hip because I'm not a youngster, don't you know, eh? (laughs) That was pretty good, right? Terrible. Oh. Well, how about this one? Lance is one of my favorite Patreons uh, who eats poutine. His letters are always cool, and he's never mean. He supports the show. It's great. He lives in Canada, mate. That's Australian. Oh, God, this limerick's going nowhere. Anyway, let's get on to the next submission. Hey, Junkie. Matt from My Motorbike Obsessions here. Bought
1: up some new motorcycle haiku inspired from my last race. Here you go. Driving deep. Tap brake. Watch out, two bikes down from crash,
0: layer down in hope. This next one comes from my open beginner class race later on in the night. See the green, twist
3: gas. Hold my line, take the inside. First time, not in last. Have a great Solstice Slam. I hope you enjoy my contribution.
1: Matt out. I'm not in the mood. But a person needs new experiences.
0: Uh, so this is kind of funny I uh, I actually have met Three of our patrons One from Wisconsin Who's Narissa uh, Of course Private Viffer Paul Who is letting me ride his bike And Matt From My Motorbike Obsessions Now Matt I snuck up on him At the last uh, Paris Round 2 Yeah The Southern California Flat Track Association I went out there I wanted to see him race, and I went up to him, and I started asking him about his bike, checking it out. He started telling me about it, and then I said, my name's Junkie, by the way, and he almost spit out his water all over me. It was great, but Matt, that was a fun night, fun watching your race, and I'm glad I got to see some haiku talking about it. All right, uh, let's—actually, you know what? That is the slam. And uh, that little piece of music I just played right there Goes out to my good buddy Dadbod He's uh, made some music for our show Let me use it uh, free of charge Which you can do too And uh, if you'd ever want to submit something for the slam Or submit music to the show, just let me know But uh, yeah, he's going through some Cancer treatment right now So he's... uh, you know, I just wanted to rep rep some of his stuff that he's let us use and say thanks, buddy. And I'm glad you're glad you're pulling through. The last piece of slam submission that we have is actually a piece of art by uh, Ray up in Portland, who or up in Oregon, who is actually uh, another patron, and uh, he sent us this awesome piece of art. Now I'm going to post all the texts up there, um, like for Mister Mister Sting's time. <laughs> that jockey, I swear to, you, I'll never you know, have a random guy from Santa Anita read anything again. but uh, I will definitely have um, his text up there. I will have Ray's picture where it's actually going to be the artwork for the the show. If you go to our SoundCloud page or check us out on our Facebook or go to the website, the website has been being re- redesigned by myself who knows very little code. And so it looks great, but if you go to it on mobile, it looks, t- but terrible. So if you visit it on a tablet or a laptop or a PC, it looks awesome. But once you go to it on your phone, which is like probably what 90,000% of people do looks terrible. So you're going to have to go on there. You're going to have to scroll to the bottom. You're going to have to click on uh, solstice slam Four, and that's the post uh, I'll make it up to. And then, uh, check out Ray's art. It's going to be the cover of it. And uh, it's going to be the cover. Like I said, if you go to SoundCloud or go to our Facebook page and check it out, uh, you'll see his artwork that he contributed. So Ray, I love it. It's a picture of me with Klobman Pickles on the back. I'm doing a wheelie, a dank hoolie. it looks like on a looks like a modified sportster maybe. I can't tell exactly what it is, but it almost looks it looks enough like Spamela that you had me fooled and there's like a microphone breaking off on the side. I don't know. It's pretty cool. You'll see it and Thank you so much. I loved it. It was a, gr- it was a great one. Uh, we're going to announce the winners next week, so stay tuned. We're going to take a week. I'm going to get the the other clowns in here with me to go over. We're going to review everything. We're going to look at it, and we're going to go ahead and pick a winner. And we're, I'll tell you the prizes I'll probably post them up uh, Before the next show airs So you guys can see What you're actually winning Isn't it nice to like Compete for something That you don't know What you're competing for That's why I know The slam matters to people That's why Because they don't even know What they're getting yet And they're submitting Some cool stuff So uh, yeah I'll pick, post up some pictures Of what people are going to win Of course Wiggins already said He's donating a knife So you already know that But I've got a bunch of Other cool stuff That's motor related as well So uh, we're going to do that Next week You'll learn the winners and uh hopefully i'll be smart enough to mail everything out next week you know that you know how that works though (laughs) so uh yeah so you'll learn the winners of the show next week big thanks to everybody who submitted this year i think this is probably one of the biggest years so that's great and if you want to know if you're a patron now listen up patrons if you are a patron and you submitted and you win Congratulations, if you are a patron and you submitted and you didn't win You were still in the running because as you know our patrons are entered into Solstice Slam and Spooky Spokes Whether they submit or not now. I'm not gonna let you win twice So if you win or you place for a second or third, then there you go, but if you didn't win And you don't, you know, first, second, or third, we're still going to put your name back in the patron hat and you're going to pull it out again. So everybody, do yourselves a favor, become a patron. But please, still submit. It's it's the best. And as you can tell, our patrons, like many of our patrons, submitted this year. So I'm going to leave you with that. Everybody have a great Friday. We'll see you at the uh, OG Moto Show this weekend. And uh, I'm going to leave you with me and a little bit of Wiggins doing our own stupid slam. Just a little behind-the-scenes dum-dum joke that i came across today that kind of tickled my fancy and i thought i'd leave you with it All right peace happy writing i got a quick joke for you before you get started with this week's show other not... than your math joke 14013 <laughs> oh yeah when you said math joke i actually did have a math joke and i was like how did he know <laughs> <laughs> um so this guy is driving through texas on this bmw Fancy-schmancy, like, new BMW. Our the joke own- is, can't buy parts anywhere, and he breaks down. Ah. Which is uh, Which is fine, because the new BMWs... Remember, if you remember if about 20 episodes ago, we talked about how they're coming with that 3D printer in the top case. Oh, uh, yeah. Booyah! Sad. You just print your own part. But anyway, he's driving through Texas, and um, the guy's like, oh, uh, you know, he, never, the, he pulls up to a gas station. The dude has never seen... A a BMW before Pulls up the Helmet Pulls up the It's a modular helmet Of course It's BMW Why would you ride anything else And guess who's in it The world's Most famous golfer
2: Tiger Woods. Oh,
0: uh, Tiger Woods. Okay. I was gonna let you say because I was like, maybe there's a, maybe he's gonna say Rory McElrath or somebody knew that. Uh, that uh, I don't th- know. I think that's the only golfer I know. Yeah, me too. Besides that's Happy like, Gilmore. That's what I was gonna say. If you said Tiger Woods, I was gonna say <laughs> what about Happy Gilmore? So you you got my jump glad you're you're on the same page with me. Lifts up the uh, helmet and it's Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I think it should be Tiger Woods cuz Captain Bigglemore wouldn't ride a BMW. But yeah, uh huh. so Tiger Woods he gets off the bike to you know to, to fill it up and a bunch of golf tees fall out of his pocket. And the guy at the gas station just kind of goes, oh, "Hey, what are those for?" And he's like, "Oh, you put your balls on them when you're driving." And the guy looks at the motorcycle and he looks at him and he's like, "Wow, BMW thinks of everything."
3: Oh, I thought you had a sound clip that
0: went, wah. Oh, did you want me to do that one instead? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, don't tell that to anyone. They'll punch you in the face.